Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. here i'm good i'm vibing i'm living my best life my happy thing i kind of like spoiled it a little bit on our our call that's okay i don't remember it anything but my happy thing is i like invested in nice fancy headphones i'm so proud of you i'm kind of live laugh loving right now my life um i for a while i have been like an earbud kind of person like i like wires i don't love bluetooth like i'm not i've never been an airpod binge like i do like the classic whatever apple the fuck gives you out the box that i've had for however many years and then i have one for my computer because it doesn't have a lightning port you know so like those are my go same okay but like back when i was in high school like i really loved like big over ear headphones because i thought they made me look cool and also they were very comfortable Right. Um, and it's a vibe, right? And yeah. I was like, you know what? It's been a while. It's been a while. My microphone quality is not like as good, but I also don't want to be like an AirPod bench because I will lose them. I know myself. Okay. <laughs> sure. I yeah. I can't keep track of them. They're tiny. I can't do it. And so I was like, fuck it. There has to be like some sort of aesthetically cool, but also like compromise yes. of what I want here in 2022. It turns out, there is. Oh. Um, I got these, like, over-ear headphones. They are Bluetooth, but they also have a wire in it, so you can plug it into your computer if you want to. Hell yeah. Which yes. is perfect for me. Um, and they're, like, yellow, which is cute. Um, Easy to They find. kind of give me, like, um, a Pooh Bear energy, which I appreciate. <gasps> um, and they also have, like, a mic in them, and not in a way that's invasive, like a fucking gamer mic. Like, it's just the chill. gamer mic. <laughs> Because I literally, I had, I fucking had, like, razor headphones in high school because I was an asshole. Um, like, I, I had, like, white, huge, they are way too big for my head, razor headphones with a mic that would, like, extend out if I wanted to. I'm going to be, this is my personality for the next, you know, however many months of my life. Good. And I'm very excited about it. You sound great. So this is my, this is my new era. Welcome. It is so hard to buy any sort of technology, but I find especially headphones online. Literally. It's just... so bad. Because also, most of the over-ear headphones now are on-ear headphones. And first of all, yes. fuck on-ear headphones. What the fuck is up with that? Who wants that? I want my ears encased. I don't want them sitting on something uncomfortably. Exactly. For hours a day. Fuck you. What? What I really miss is, and I, these were, you know, fucked up to begin with. But, like, what I really <laughs> miss is going to somewhere like Best Buy. Mm-hmm. And... I just want to be able to, like, touch it and, like, see it and compare it. And I know that this is, listen, I know that this is sounding really boomer of me. Back in my day. (laughs) Back in my day when it was safe to go into stores. Yeah. But even then, you know, like, I'm saying this while also realizing that, like, I used to hate going into Best Buy because you'd be swarmed by, like, sweaty teenage dudes that'd be like, 
It's like the lush of tech stores. Yeah. I found every time that I've tried to buy technology online, it's like, I can, is there a way to like Warby Parker this? Like, can you send it to me? Just, yeah, give me a sampler pack. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Because especially with something like over the ear headphones, right? I need to know right. what the sensory experience is like. I need to put it on right. my head and know, does this actually, you say this is the most comfortable design you've ever made. But like, your marketing team came up, like your comms team came right. up with that. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> I want to be able to touch it and know that I'm not going to get the ick from this. Right. Anyway, that was my boomer time allotment for today. So No, I think that's that's a very valid boomer opinion to have. Sometimes physical store is good, you know, when they're not I, harbingers yeah. of disease, you know, uh, good, useful, you know. Helpful, even. Helpful, very, yeah. <laughs> Um, so I'm living my best life with these living, laughing, loving. Um, how are you doing, my friend? I'm melting. Yeah. Big popsicle energy. (laughs) Yes. You know? Yes. This week has been, uh, unofficially sponsored by Gatorade. Yes. (laughs) Gatorade and popsicles. Other than that, I am okay. I need a new show. Maybe Love Island will do that for me. And then I was like, uh, it's getting closer I want, I want British because I'm watching Love Island UK. Obviously, obviously, yeah. I, I want, I want that accent, but it's not actually like real love. That that's they're not getting into it for the right reasons, right? So I did unfortunately start. This is my confession. I have restarted <laughs> watching Doctor Who. Um, oh, so I was wondering which would be the first of us to crack to rewatch. Oh. Uh, to be honest, I, <laughs> I never Since left. we've known e- I, I know, I know. But we we have storied histories here's on the, the internet I, about just this Just because program. I left Tumblr does not mean that Super Hulak ever left me, right? Right, that's true. You literally have Super Hulak tattoos on your body. Absolutely, so like that shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot just say that out loud. I this is public record. <laughs> what are you talking about? But it doesn't mean I don't listen, hurt, you know. Listen, sometimes not to be maybe this is my boomer opinion. Maybe if you get something permanently touched in your body, you have to live with that forever. <laughs> listen, all I'm saying is that when it's actually safe enough to do so, which might be forever, right. there are things that are going to be covered up. It's just that that keeps being extended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're so right for that. How's your rewatch been? Because I am, I've been morbidly curious. Because I, I am a, I do have a pension for pain. You know what I mean? Like, Hi, <laughs> welcome to Into the Pension for Pain. Yeah, it's so Cody. Yeah, I'm in so much pain. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Unfortunately. There are a lot of things that I didn't remember, primarily because when I was a teenager, um, there's a lot of things about my life that I don't remember. Just trauma things. Yeah, sure. Right. Um, Just girly things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there's also things that I can't forget about. Uh, Doctor Who, just because I've, you know, seen so many gift sets in my life, right? That it's it's hard. Right, to they're burning my corneas, you know, <laughs> at this point. I am more than halfway through tense lifespan at this time. Okay. Here's the thing. When I was younger, nine was not my thing. I was like, I don't get this. Yeah. I don't get it. Um, right. I, I like him more, a lot more now. Um, I yeah. still, however, am a slut for David Tennant, which is unfortunate. I mean... 
It never goes away, you it's know? It's only gotten stronger, which is painful. Yeah. He's too charming. It's fucked up. Here's the thing, though, and this is definitely how I can tell that I haven't seen this in over a decade. I did not remember that Rose was with the doctor from when she was, like, 19 to 20. Yeah, oof. Like a literal child. Right. And I think it's probably because she was wearing so much fucking mascara that I was like, she has to be You couldn't tell, right. Her her eyelashes were just so perfect. You were like, this is an adult woman. Can you imagine (laughs) trying to put mascara on in the fucking TARDIS? There's no way. No, absolutely Anyways, so it's been incredibly painful. Um... It's also, I'm glad that I'm getting more towards, like, 2010, so that the quality, like, the actual green screens is going to get a lot better. Uh, anyways, I feel like I'm literally in high school again, um, as yeah. I talk about Doctor Who on an, on a Twilight podcast, so I'm going right. to stop. <laughs> so, okay, so, we have a little bit of news about the Vampire Academy Peacock show. We do. And it's... It's shocking. Incredibly shocking. Uh, yeah, I'm confusion about this. I'm curious to see if Rochelle will actually speak out. Could you tell us a little bit about this news? Yeah, so we know this show is coming up quite soon now at this point. We're very excited. We've been yeah, very excited for like this. a month and a half when this is released. And now it has been revealed that Rochelle Mead, our very own Ferrero Rocher, is not involved in the show at all basically and that the creators are like excited for her to see it and are been like quote-unquote respectful to the books but the fact that she was not in the room at all is question mark you know what i mean like because for my understanding obviously was pretty involved in the movie right and like had like writing credits and like was obviously in there in some capacity and this show which is like the first adaptation of the show since then it's been several years since then right it seems like you know got some buzz to it even though like not a lot of people besides us watch peacock you know like besides that like there are there's investment being made into this and the fact that she's not there is bananas it's tea what happened what's going on yeah i wonder I wonder what happened here. I want I want to hear Rochelle's side of this. Like, what made it so that she was not involved yeah. in this? What, what happened here? The other thing that I didn't realize, and this is from this Barhead News piece. Barhead. Two, <laughs> My favorite like, website. The These two creators, producers, Julie Pleck and Marguerite McIntyre, mm-hmm. previously worked together on The Vampire Diaries, which explains to me why when we watched that trailer, I was like, this is very rain. Right, so period CW, yeah. So I remember, I think it was a couple weeks ago, that I had sent you this. Yes. Because I was, I was shocked, my... Uh, I was shocked out of my Yeah, card. flabbergasted. And I didn't believe it. So, apparently, and thank you, Cinema Blend, for this piece. And I know that this sounds AI-generated, but just stick with me here for a second. Netflix is <laughs> releasing a, a piece called Day Shift, and it has 
Jamie Foxx and Snoop Dogg. Okay. Together. Here's the log line here. So Jamie Foxx is playing Bud Jablonski, a professional vampire hunter. Sure. Who's in need of some serious money. <laughs> Unfortunately, he and the official union for vamp blasting kind of parted ways on some less than friendly terms, thanks to Bud being a bit of a bad cop when it comes to his job. Seeing as that's where the big money's at, he teams up with his friend, Big John Elliott, who's played by Snoop Dogg, and a very skittish newbie, Dave Franco, uh. to get his cred back and save the day. Who keeps keeping us out of the writer's room? Right. I got a bone to pick. I have several bones to pick with Netflix specifically for many different Netflix reasons. Specifically. Netflix specifically yes. for various reasons, obviously. Um, but first and foremost, where we've been here. Hello? Right. Do you need vampire adjacent experts? Hello? Here's what I'm going to say. We're funny. We're cool. We have a history of pop culture vampirism. <laughs> you know? I agree. Like, some of us get horny about I the count. Think, you know? Like, we're, we're they... re- robust for your room. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's the thing, right? Is that they would need, they need experts in the room to recognize what they are missing. Right. And if they had had us in the room, they would know that Jamie Foxx, fine choice. Sure. That's great. Sure. Snoop Dogg, great. Fine choice. Where they went wrong, obviously, is Dave Franco. Yeah. And if they'd had us in the room, they would know that it has to be Guy Fieri. Fuck. <laughs> Because everyone knows yeah. that an Italian is what keeps vampires away. He's got the garlic in his blood. Right. That's ob- It's the clear choice here. That's the holy trinity. Netflix, you're missing out. It's not DeFranco. You fools. You absolute fools. We could have had a Guy Fieri <sighs> vampire movie, but you blew it. And if we were there, maybe things would have been different. That's all I'm saying. I just think that it's going to be fine. But it could have been better. Right. It could have been great. It could have been Citizen Kane. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> it could have been what they keep saying, which is John Wick. And it's not going to be that because Dave Franco's in it. Right. Yeah, do you so. think J- Dave Franco's going to commandeer himself into a John Wick style role? Are you kidding me? And Hollywood, we have one more last bone. We have another bone to pick. <laughs> uh, but I'm going to let Cody take this one. <laughs> yes. We have... This comes from... Uh, I... Okay. George Strait. It's right. So I this No, Georgia Strait. Hold this, on. This this piece is called or this publication is called the Georgia Strait, but because of the way the text is uh interloped on this website, it just says straight in very large letters, which does feel like a hate crime. I know it's not Pride Month anymore, but like spiritually it does feel like a little bit of an attack. Yeah, it's kind of intimidating. But outside of that obvious hate crime um (laughs) they did provide us some news which is that we are getting a biopic about amy winehouse directed with 50 shades of gray's own sam taylor johnson at the helm this is a real roll of the dice here yes i'm really confused by this pick i love amy winehouse yes and i'm I'm nervous the way that biopics are going as of late. Yes. Theoretically. 
don't hate Sam Taylor Johnson. However, right. could you say to the class what we discussed <laughs> previously about Sam Taylor Johnson and how she portrays women? Right. Like, I, again, I have no bone to pick with her specifically. Right? Like, Fifty Grey movies were wild. Also, kind of enjoyable sometimes. Sometimes incredibly sometimes. not, you know? Um, but in the way, like, the source material, we know. We have bones to pick with all of that, right? I do feel, though, in the case of Amy Winehouse, who is a very respected but complicated woman and, like, public figure, had a lot of shit go on in her life, a lot of right. which, which was fully, like, aggrandized from the media of the time, of especially of her death. I don't feel super comfortable in the hands that created the visual representations of uh, workplace abuse <laughs> and, uh, like, meek fake Seattle women, you know, in the way that's, like, girl boss, right? But it's, like, God, you know, yeah. it, I... I will have to see more, obviously, from this, especially in terms of, like, casting or writing credits or any sort of thing. Or, like, if there's permission from the estate or, like, whatever. Any sort of things. Obviously, biopics are, like, super complicated and have, like, a lot of things going on with them. I'm also, like, very biopic fatigued, personally. Even though I love Amy Winehouse and, like, I think she has a very, obviously, interesting and compounding story to tell in a fictional semi-fictional way whatever but i am just like cautious you know about how this is going to talk about any of those things in a real way i 100 percent agree i also think that to choose sam taylor johnson like of all the people from the 50 shades series to pick pick someone from the the music team right yeah uh, who notably like when people think of 50 shades they think of the soundtrack the banger soundtrack yeah and i think that if you're gonna do this biopic which right now it seems to be titled back to black there's got to be so much sensitivity around her story and and getting that permission from the estate yeah but also there's so so much of what the public knows about amy is her voice and her music right and to not get that on the crew from the start of ensuring that this is going to be like a sonically pleasing experience right yeah feels like feels disrespectful to the work that we have of hers right correct like what the fuck so yeah i'm i agree i think that there's not a lot of information that we have but i'm curious yeah i guess certainly so when we had left left oh my god um there was a lot of there was a lot of pain in the space. Yes, um, I remember Rose finally coming to and realizing like, oh, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, Freya Roche was like, I'm gonna finally let Rose remember that she is a badass and that she needs to escape. Mm-hmm. And notably, realizing the person that she loved is not the person who she is being held right by correct yeah and then last but very least she did do she did do a little bit of stabbing she did do a hit (laughs) she did do the a critical hit to dimitri i will say too before we get started because we like to do little 
content warnings and stuff here for everyone's safety and stuff um if any of the themes of the last episode specifically like entrapment or being a prisoner of a man like and especially later in the episode and in the later chapter if there are things of suicide like just feel free to skip yeah this one is these chapters get as dark as they were and a little bit darker later on so those are just things yes out in the open if that's not for you you can skip and that's okay you know and we love you and we'll see you next time hopefully it will be (laughs) right less dramatic (laughs) this time around yeah knowing ferrero i have a feeling this back half of the book is going to stay this dark yeah um but we love you and we'll see right so chapter 25 post critical hit Rose stabs Dimitri right. with the stake. Um, it's not like a stake. It's like the the thing of the chair, like the chair leg that she like kind of whittled down a little bit. Um, so it's not like yes. as powerful as like a true silver stake. But she does hit him, which is crucial, um, and catches right. him off guard. And immediately he is like, you know, he's in shock. He is, you can feel. I didn't think you'd actually hit me. Right. Like you can feel that there's actually a sense of like, what the fuck is going on? Oh shit he kind of, like, drops to the floor, basically. Like, he's not dead, obviously, because it's not, like, a silver stake, but he does, she does, like, incapacitate him enough to be like, okay, I have, yeah, like... it's gonna take a while. I have time to at least carry out some sort of a mission, right? Right. And this, this chapter, and even some of the next chapter, is, like, what I love about Ferrer Rocher and, like, how she does writing about, like, A, combat, but also just, like, the... The, like the Bella Swan planning mindset that is Rose, right? Yes. Of the girl boss, you know, figuring out a way out the final girl era kind of energy here. Um, it's delicious to read because like she's very good at like creating a space and like has built a space of obviously confinement and scarcity and very uh, so much terror and now has this is the chance to figure it out and get out of here. Right. I agree. And I think that the fact that she mentions, like, right at the start of this chapter, that Rose, Rose says, like, I had no time to mourn right. what's, what just happened. I just need to act. I think really colors what these two chapters are and probably the next chapters as well mm-hmm. of who we know Rose is. Of, like, right. I... I need to bury this. Right. I am just in adrenaline mode right now. And that's absolutely going to bite me in the ass later. Right. Because we also finally get like, and we saw this in a little bit in the last chapters too, but especially now of like, we get Rose back in a way. Yeah. Like you can see her actually thinking through things, acting mostly on instinct, but like in a way of survival. Right. And not in a way that's like, you know, burdened to someone else or in a way that's only in relation to someone else. Like she is thinking yeah. for herself finally, which she has always done besides Lissa um, in terms of instinct and protection and moving forward. And this is like the, the full, the first time in a really long time where you've seen her be like, this is Rose. Like this felt like reading Rose again, which was very exciting to see. Yeah. She like goes over to Dimitri, who's like fucking passed out on the floor or whatever pockets, you know, keys crucial checks for loot. um yeah checks for loot and gets some cash too which because also <laughs> this is a funny note that like her money from adrian did get like stolen from her like taken from whoever the fuck um 
one of the vampires, whoever, um, or one of the Strigoi. Um, so she's like, I do love that. And like, she was like, you know what? Right. She's like, you know what? I'm going to take this cash and just like do something with it. Whatever. I might need it later. Fuck you. I'm out of yeah. here. Okay. And also she like picking some jewelry too, which is great. She's like, I'm in Russia. I can just like pawn that off if I need to. <laughs> which like, go off, Rose. Businesswoman. We love to see. Yeah. She's smart. She knows that she's going to need money wherever she's trying to get to. Uh-huh. So she knows. Right. So like, she goes over to the sweet door. She punches him in the code. Great. Fabulous. This is why I hate escape rooms. Right. This right here. Right. <laughs> yeah. Time limits. Yes. Numbers. Right. Because she's like, I have like max five minutes to at least get yeah. out somewhere. Doesn't have to be fully outside of this place, but like, I mean, she's going to wake up in like five minutes and going to be gunning for my ass. And he's much faster than me and much stronger than me. So I have to figure something out. So she like figures right. out the first code. And there's vampires right. on both sides here. Right. There's vampires she knows, like. Dimitri, I cannot defeat. The other people on the- the other vampires on the other side, I can probs get through. Right. I'd rather deal with them. Right. And so she, like, gets through and she's like, okay, now there's this second door that also requires a code. And Inna told her both codes, but they were all- obviously, it was a very tense moment. It's been a couple minutes since then. Like, obviously, she has other things on her brain right now. Right. It's kind of a little fucky. And she's not getting the second code right. And she's like, fuck. Like- Maybe the numbers were jumbled in my head. I think it's mostly a memory error. Fuck. I can fucking this up. I don't have time. What the hell do I do? Also, remember that she's, folks, she's still in that fucking sweater dress. Yes. Right now. A crucial detail. Yeah, she is still just, like, in a, a casual little sweater dress as she's fighting for the her one fucking that looks life. like the girl in Brave. It's, like, green. Like, she's chilling. Yeah. In a dress. Trying to fight through all this. Right. And then she was like, oh, shit. Maybe I had the last two numbers reversed and even though she did and she's like bet got it i'm in let's go and then uh-oh more security <laughs> again this is like layers and layers and layers of like a maze essentially of bullshit that she has to go through so one thing that we do know about galena like she loves a hedge maze outside right she loves mazes inside she loves making a fun little uh experience for her prisoners yeah. you know what i mean like she probably likes sudoku this woman's boring right and so she goes out to this after the second door and there's marlin who was the strigoi who um she told right she was like to find dimitri right way back right she was just being like obviously have a has a terse relationship with so she's like uh-oh this sucks for me <laughs> shit <laughs> um and incredibly beautiful combat writing love to see it because she's like again it's so back good. in her element obviously she's not like at full strength or at full health or like anything but she has right. more of her sense of self than she ever has and her actual wits about her in a way that she hasn't for the last whatever few days week of this experience um so she is like going for it and being like fuck you dude i'm gonna fucking kick your ass <laughs> eat shit whatever I hate you god just gotta get this fucking door open. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's also not great because... So Marlon is... He's gotten, like, a couple of punches in on her, but she's still, like, doing pretty good. Right. She definitely has um, the upper hand here, even though he is, like, still going hard. Right. It all seems to be, like, okay, when she starts, like, running down the hall and she's like, okay, bye. Bye, <laughs> Marlon. Um, but then I think she also starts to hear... Dimitri 
or she's like at least starts like thinking about him too right being like my um, time is taken and she's like yeah okay before i get the fuck out of this place i need to grab all of the stuff that they took from me right i gotta get um, my steak i gotta get my like shit. Some sort of vault i need to get this thing i got my money somewhere okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well because i need to get like my steak i know that they don't have them here right so i need to find mine <sighs> um and she finds like a like just a a human helper. This dude, and this random ass dude, just like a guy. Yeah, some guy. He's like carrying linens and shit, and is like spooked yeah. obviously by her presence. He's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Who are you? Get out of here! What the? This isn't how this should be. I'm weak and a human." One of my favorite things about this too is so when <laughs> Rose had been trying to communicate with Inna previously, Inna at least from what we know, did not speak English. Yeah. And so Rose had been trying to, what she says, attempt caveman talk with her. Where yes. she was like saying like stick. Like really points stick. at the ring. Stick. Right. <laughs> Magic stick. And she does Magic the same stick thing with this dude. Yeah. And he's finally this dude is like, why are you talking like that? And says it in perfect English. Right. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Like, you should oh at least tell me if you know English. Fuck. Okay. Damn it. Right. Um, and so now she I'm has, like, this kind of, like, pseudo-bestie for the moment, slash hostage, of being like, Hostage. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, I'm gonna fucking kill you, so, like, tell me where right. the vault is so I can get my stabby thing, okay? Is that okay with right. you? And he, like, begrudgingly does it, because also he's afraid for his life. And again, they go through twists and turns, mazes galore, like, roundabout hallways and shit. And they go to, like, what is essentially, like, an abandoned storage room full of magic loot. Because obviously Strigoi, like, can't use any of these things because it hurts them. So it's all just kind of, like, there from many, I would assume, years, maybe decades of however long this commune sort of situation has existed of people that have come in here and they just throw it in there for it to eventually like expire and lose its magic and not be working anymore. So it's kind of like a surreal place for Rose to be in. And she finds a steak. It's not exactly her steak, but it is a steak. So that's great. We love to see it. It has like a embellished like, you know, little initials on it or whatever being like, this is my steak. And she's like, all right, it's mine now. Sorry. (laughs) This guy's definitely not alive anymore. So I will take this. Um, and what I thought was so interesting about this too is like she Rose is about to like go upstairs um where the guy like points to her like okay how the fuck do I get out of here? right she's um, also crucially trying to find a place like, that's like not will we'll have the least amount of interactions with Strigoi right of being like exactly. can I find a way the window can I get a way that I can just jump out and right. fucking <laughs> yeah. figure it out from there I don't give a shit I just don't want to fight anyone else yeah. right now <laughs> yeah I don't care if I like hurt my ankle I just don't want to die right and she finally asks, like, what's your name? And he's like, Oleg. And she's like, you know what? Like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Right. I can, I'll take you with me. Like, I know other human. like, I'm not going to kill you. Right. <laughs> like, we're friends now, right? Like, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he looks at her like she's, you know, got screws loose. And he's like, why would I want to leave here? Right. And she remembers, like, oh, yeah, Sydney was right about that. Like, yeah. some of these humans do would rather, you know, like live forever, <laughs> maybe in inservitude, <laughs> than the right. chance of working with the devil or it's, a vampire or something. It's so wild. Yeah, and he that's a, and immediately gets shut down. She's like, "All right, 
Lost your chance, bud, but have fun. However, whatever you do here, my guy. <laughs> cool, bud. Right. Have fun with your linens. And so she, like, goes into this room. It's like a library. And immediately she's nauseous, which is, uh-oh, the one thing she didn't want to feel when she was making her big escape. And, uh-oh, right. guess who it is? Galena. Fuck. Okay, that sucks. Um, Queen Bee right here. She's just been, like, chilling there reading a book. Chilling with, like, a fucking coffee table book, just, like, perusing and being like, oh, there you are. Stab. Like, I'm gonna kill you. And it's like, uh-oh, no. Ah, uh-uh, I hate it. Just walked straight into your trap. Right. And Rose, too, is like, did Oleg fucking set me up? And Oleg, obviously is crying in the corner and he is like no please don't hurt me <laughs> um so i'll like not in on the joke here not in on a plan here no so just no no thoughts in that right thing. but you know bless his heart we love to see it and it is <sighs> this fight is so ah that is one thing i mean there's a lot of things that ferrero does well um but bless her for not being shit at action writing yeah um otherwise these books would be insufferable right this fight was already rough enough between Rose and Galena, and then obviously Oleg is cowering in the corner. Yeah. Um, then Homeboy Dimitri shows up. Oh. And he's mad as fuck. <laughs> right. He's pissed, but notably does not go for Rose. Yet. He, right. <laughs> Very much gives the, like, I'm gonna fucking kill you, but in a second. Right. <laughs> Give me one fucking minute because I have to get my throne. He goes for Galena, which Rose, like, it caught, catches her off guard because she's like, I'm fucking toast. I'm out of here. Um, right. As because she was getting her ass beat by Galena because Galena's very strong, very powerful, very good um, right. at the and fighting. Rose is exhausted. Yeah, and Rose has been through it. Okay. So she's not on her A game right now, but she's trying her best. Um, yeah. And Dimitri, like, gets at Galena and, like, holds, essentially, like, holds her chest over to Rose. And it's, like, fucking stab her, essentially. And Rose, at this point, is, like, trying to get an escape route out here. Like, she gets a chair. She, like, hits a fucking window, cracks it open. It's not, like, the same, like, industrial-grade glass that her prison had. It's just, like, a regular-ass window. So she's like, fuck yeah. This is my out. I gotta do it. And Dimitri fucking holds Galena out here, like, kill her. This is so tough. Yeah. Because it's very clear when reading this um, that Rose thinks, like, uh, if they, like, I need to, I need them to keep fighting. Yes. Uh, Because if they are distracted, they won't notice one. That I'm leaving. They don't seem to notice that I'm breaking this window. Um, But they also aren't noticing that, like, I'm trying to escape. Right. So I'm not gonna do anything. Right. Here. Yeah. She's like, uh, this sucks. It also, it like, it doesn't seem like she really gets a choice um, right. to make a decision on Galena because Nathan and then Marlon also come in and they're like, what? You guys are fighting and you didn't invite <laughs> Oh my God, guys, are we supposed to do this together? <laughs> it's like our fun party Friday trick. Like, what? Right. This is rude. This We should have put this on the calendar. Guys. Right. And, which is really, like, exactly what Rose needs. Yeah. To be like, girl, go. Go. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, she does stake she did, Galena. Like, she, does, she does. She does stake her. Because she's like, at be this point, you know, there's something pulling A on her. Not just, like, Demetri being there, but... Her being like, yeah. fuck it. If one of these bitches are gonna die tonight, 
and I have a handle in any of them and I have an opening right fucking here, I'll get Galena out and at least that means this whole interaction, however it is working currently, won't work at least for a little bit longer, you know? And I can at least right. live with that consciousness. Be fighting for right. Power and so they're going to fucking kill each other and I can get out of here. But Galena for sure can go and we have an out. So I'm going to kill her. And she does. Right. Still enough of a distraction for her to try and like jump out of this window and, and dip out. fully bust her ass getting out there. Because it, right. it is a long <laughs> yeah. way down that she falls. She totally fucks her ankle up. It is like what two stories it's like a, it's a big yeah. it's an intense jump and she like lands in the bush it's not great um she yells a lot of obscenities she didn't, like break her neck <laughs> right it could have been worse but it was still quite bad um yeah it seems like she didn't break it she just sprained it right um which she's still like okay well i'm still in full adrenaline mode yeah it hurts but i need to keep going so right <laughs> So chapter on, on to the creepy hedge. It is right. Chapter twenty six. We're in Hedge City, baby. It's escape time. It's my nightmare. It's awful. Um, because she's like, shit, I'm out. But also, there are giant hedges all around the perimeter here. And she even notes too yeah. that she's like, I don't even think this was for like a defense thing. I think Galena just wanted this because it looked cool. Because <laughs> it's like, because she's, she's a fucking nerd and loves mazes, and that sucks. Because I need to figure out how the fuck to get out of here and also i'm running on like 10 percent right now i'm not doing hot okay yeah because she's out of the house big step right but she's not off the property right and now she has to deal with unfortunately after she hears his voice that dimitri is in the bushes somewhere right which like god damn it because Rose... This is why I don't trust hedge mazes. This is what I'm always You never of. know who could pop out there. Right. <laughs> they can always just be around the corner. You never know. Especially one that you used to be lovers with and now is trying to kill you slash turn you into an undead vampire. And it's saying creepy shit like, I know you're out there. I can smell you. Right. Ew. And Rose, like, obviously, uh, as one does in this uh, very tense environment and also being trapped in a circuitous hedge mage is like what if i just live a different life god i'm gonna pray i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. i'll join a covenant maybe i'll get i'll donate adrian's money to charity i'll be a better person just like please yeah. just get me out of here get please. me out of here because honestly this feels like the only thing i have left right now and that's saying something because i never talk and to god to god yeah. audience you know what the fuck happens after that? She gets picked up by aliens. And <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, and the book is over, and then we don't have to think about this ever again. It's done. We did it. Congratulations, it's everyone. It's so weird. Frero, out of all of a sudden, like, right. fourth book in, drops the aliens. Like, I've been text. waiting for this one. I'm just waiting for the right moment to drop this shit in. Edge maze? Let's God, go. I would have loved that. Yeah, just a UFO? Fuck yeah. We love to see it. Oh, and, like, no. Dimitri keeps, like, taunting and, like... So it's clear now that he obviously survived and killed the others that were in there, Nathan. Fucking Marin. dude's unkillable. I don't get right. it. Right. It's kind of fucked up, actually. Um, and he's like, bestie, I won now. I'm going to be the leader of this place. You should join me. It's going to be so sick. It's going to be so girl boss and amazing. Yes, let's do it. Um, 
but like in a much creepier evil way um but just like imagine that energy <laughs> like <laughs> and it's awful um and this poor girl is still just trying to get to this fucking maze be like can i find any fucking exit um it's not like and it's like noticing like how her nausea changes about how close he is and like if she's on the right side or the wrong side or if she's you know because obviously dimitri knows this maze better than she does and she's just like going uh not knowing anything right and it, i know i have said this yeah. so many times and i have been hyperbolic about it this is no joke my biggest fear yeah like this chase is <laughs> awful this, i hate it this is very close to like i remember i unfortunately saw the shining way too young sure yeah and i think that's where this came from of like being chased in a hedge maze is so scary right for uh, uh, like there's a part where he says, even if you get out, where will you go? Like, we're in the middle of nowhere. Right. And being like, you know what? And also taunting of being like, you are still, like, dangerous. You know, like, maybe we could do something really great together, but I also might just have to kill you. Blah, 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 blah. Like, you can't just, you're not going to run away to fucking the middle of fucking Russia and figure it out. Like, you need me kind of shit. And then after that, turns out, oop see some fields you're out baby you did it you see at least you've made to the end of the maze we got it okay and there's like obviously a fuck ton of trees it's incredibly isolated no idea where the fuck she's going but she sees this like purple glow on the horizon and it's just like fuck i remember that because that's like the the city lights that purple light that, that, right, that's I right. I want it. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> that that purple light. <laughs> that's the city. Like that, at least will give me to civilization. I could get to a phone or a car or a bus or whatever. French fries. I I can yeah. go to a fucking Jimmy John's. Like maybe I don't know. Oh my like God. I can just. I am free, or at least see something. Like, it seems very far away. Like, it's quite in the distance, but she at least has a trajectory of where to go, which is helpful. Yeah. And so she's running. Mind you, her ankle is still busted as hell. She's in a sweater dress. She's in a sweater dress, yeah. She is not (laughs) at a hundred. She like, hours at this point. Right. But she's like, fuck it, this is my chance, and that's the green light at the end of the dock here so i am going to run for it and figure it out and she keeps noticing like the nausea grow and grow she doesn't see dimitri she's also like not looking back so you know mess up with her time she has to keep focus and keep going forward right um and she gets into this like moment of trees and stuff where she kind of she hears dimitri's voice so she knows that like he's out of the maze at some at some capacity but doesn't know where he is um yeah and then she keeps hearing him and he's like right rose i swear it's not too late right and then finally finds that tree and like goes up into right because she like, thinks of tasha him. and is like wait a minute that was like a good piece of advice of taking on someone like what if i get into a tree element of surprise baby and because okay. i can't she knows she can't outrun him especially in her current state but it's like mm-hmm. i can freak him out or at least jump scare him and do something right. that way. And so she's like... Yeah, sit- she learned that from Five Nights at Freddy's. She was ahead of the time. Right. She was right. Yeah. Yeah, she's a, she's a gamer girl. We do know that about her famously. She actually invented Five Nights at Freddy's. Right. She incre- she created the lore, so you can thank her for all of that. Um, yep. All those video essays. Um, so she's like... 
she's in this tree and a few minutes pass and or a few moments pass and Dimitri is like walking slower and slower and slower closer so she's waiting for him to like get just past so she can like go over and jump him um and she does essentially like he is also like kind of like looking up at the same time which was very interesting timing um very spoopy but she is already was planning enough beforehand that like she does catch him off guard um yeah which is great he she's not like able to like fully stake him but she is like making contact yes we love yes she gets like his cheek you know you can tell he's like visibly and physically also strained from the fight that he just did with the two other vampires um so, and so it's like obviously they're not both of their number one game right now but they are being both very passionate about this particular fight which is breaks my heart i hate to it's see so it up. oh it's fucked it's also i will say i laughed and i shouldn't have at this point um so she keeps like running right and she does like oops uh she falls um yeah down this hillside <laughs> and is just tumbling yeah right remember uh in a sweater dress yeah right um and she falls into into water yes like fast moving water yeah and this is apparently the ob which is a river that like runs through that city that she was talking about before yes she's like fuck yeah like i can just stay in this i'll get to the city it'll be great i could just um, float around here like a lazy river and i'd be good baby yeah, absolutely. <laughs> right? it'll be dope um, and it also, like, takes the pressure off of her ankle. So it's like, cool, cool, cool. Love that. Right. Um, now, she does say, in Legends, <laughs> yes. vampires couldn't cross running water. But that's pure myth. Now, soul. <laughs> and Dimitri rears his, his silly head and is like, hey, bestie, <laughs> you thought you could run away hey, from me? And she's like, fuck, I thought I had it made in the shade here. I do not. Right. But, like, out of the corner of her eyes, sees something that maybe could possibly look like a bridge. And she's like, fuck it, I'm going to take that chance right now. Uh, I'm going to wait right. for Dimitri to start running down so he's not, like, running per- like perpendicular to me from the top of the cliff to the bridge because that could fuck her up. So she's like, fuck, I'll wait to go down a little bit and then I'll fucking book it, right? Right. Um, and obviously this nausea is, like, super overwhelming and he is incredibly fast and catches up to her which sucks so bad um and keeps being like you don't you get it like you can't win um and rose is like fucking kill me then man like you said you were gonna kill me if i wasn't gonna surrender to you and i'm not gonna fucking do it so do it you pussy um i don't give a shit anymore okay because he keeps saying that but then he's not doing right he's kind of like backing on his word right now it's like dimitri like you were very clear and obviously you don't want her to be a true girl because you love her, because you don't, because you can't feel love. So it's like, what's the truth, bestie? Like, what's going on here? Okay, fucking make up your damn mind. All right? And fucking this moment with the spirits is so... Okay. Mm. It, this is... This is what? Yes. Right? Because it's been a while like, since we've conjured spirits, you know? She does it very sparingly, for obvious reasons, of, like, the dark stuff, whatever. Yeah, but she's in, like, this is final boss mode, right? right? She has to pull out all the stops here. Exactly. And so, this is, 
I can't remember if she's on the bridge yet or if she's still trying to get on the bridge. I think this is pre-bridge. Yeah. Yeah. So she takes, she pulls off Oksana's ring. Yeah. And it's like, all right, ghosts. Come on in. Let's go. (laughs) Come in. My army. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because she remembers what Mark had said, like the dead hate the undead. Right. And they don't like Dimitri. The ghosts just go after Dimitri. Right. And they obviously like can't physically touch him and neither can Dimitri. But it is enough of an annoyance that gives Rose a bit of a lead. And she's like, fuck yeah. Let me start running back to this bridge. I'm almost there. I can get there and I can climb up it or whatever. But obviously it's also taking a toll on her because she can see all the ghosts too. And it's obviously very annoying. And it like is very like mentally not in the great headspace to be seeing a bunch of spirits and being, you know, in a little bit of a different plane of existence when you're trying to like fight for your fucking life here. Exactly. Um, And I think that it gets to a point too where he, Dimitri is like, so tell me about the shadow kiss effect. Um, And he, (laughs) Rose is like, yeah, it turns out ghosts like fucking hate you. Right. You kind of suck. They don't like Strigoi. Right. Because she like, she puts the ring back on when she hits the bridge, but also because of that, Dimitri's able to like not see the ghosts anymore either. So he can also almost catch up his lead essentially. Um, This part when she actually like climbs up onto the railing sucks shit. God. It's awful because like Dimitri again is playing like a jokey tone here being like, that's kind of cool. It kind of sucks that like you won't have those powers anymore when you're a Strigoi and like cool as fuck like me. Um, and Rose is like, has been obviously for the length of this book and even a bit before has been contemplating her own death very explicitly. Right. Oh, like yeah. that has oh, been yeah. a common thread of a, her, I would say since Dimitri died in the last book. Right, and even, like, her job in fucking service to another person, right? Like, she has always been, always ready to put her life on the line for someone else. That is, Yeah, I don't know that we knew a Rose that wanted to live. Right, right, because it always... Until... Right. Uh... I, I don't know that we have, really, yeah. until maybe right now. Right. And, you know, being alive has always been something that's, like, something she's doing. You know, not something she's super jazzed about. But, like, she has a purpose or she finds other things in that will make her feel like she's worth being around for. Right? And in yeah. this moment, when she is given essentially the choice of you're gonna get, you know, screwed by Dimitri and he's gonna turn you. Or jump off this fucking bridge and that'll be it so you don't have to let him control you in that way and not be yourself she like gets on top of this bridge and is threatening it essentially and it's like fuck yeah. it like because it's i like have been very, very clear, clear right of what she's doing here right um of like trying to stand on the edge of the bridge um like uh i don't I don't think that Dimitri knew what she was doing, but it's very clear that she's like, well, right. I'm going to make him think that, like, I'm going to jump off. Right. Trying to here. facilitate an emotional response. Um, yeah, for sure. Right. Yes. And if my plan goes the way I need it to, then I'll be alive. But also, I don't care. Right. At this point, so, it's like, if I make out of this alive, great. But if there's any possibility of it not being like that, I've come to terms with it. I've already considered it. And that's something that's going to happen right now. And that's... Whatever, yeah. you know, this we're here at this point. This is the stage we're at. When she asks him again. God, the question. The question. I, 
I wanted to trade places. I yeah. wanted to jump into the river. Right. <laughs> because he's like, Rose, don't do this. And she's like, why? Why are you saying please? Like, why are you begging me? Right. Why do you want me, actually, Dimitri? But the problem is that she's not doing it in an antagonistic way. She's saying it softly because she fucking cares. And that hurts more. It's worse. It's so bad. Ah! And he says the same thing. Yep. He says, because I want you. <sighs> and this time, she finally says, wrong answer. But before, Boom. Ferrero, mm. this motherfucker says, in her brain, I gave him a sad smile, wondering if we'd meet again in the land of the dead. Who wronged you? Who wronged you? <sighs> I hate this. God. And then she just lets go. Uh, but, like, obviously, right? Because it's Dimitri and right. his sister boy. Yeah. Like, homie, she's not dead. Right. <laughs> like, he, like, he was like, pulls oh, her nope, by the arm. Time. And it's like, hey, no. Why would he let her make a decision? Stop this. How dare you? Which is what she was banking on. Right. And she's like, fuck yeah, this is my fucking opportunity. And looks him dead in the fucking eyes after, like, struggling and fighting with him a little bit. And says, I will always love you. And then plunges the fucking stake in his fucking heart. The real, actual, God-given stake into him. And before he fucking falters, he says, that's what I was supposed to say. I... I need a break. I need... (laughs) I can't... I need... I need monetary compensation. I'm sending an invoice to Ferrer Rocher currently. <laughs> send, send an invoice, but before you do, double what you think it's supposed to be. Yes, <laughs> because yeah. I... Uh, uh, and he falls. And here's the thing. She says he dropped down into the darkness of the, the river. Yeah. I stared down after him, wondering if I would see him in the water if I squinted hard enough. But I didn't. <sighs> so, here's my thing. Is he actually unkillable? This, listen. Did it need to be her stake? Because I'm worried that he's... Gonna come back in some capacity. Yeah, it does. He's gonna be like... Right. Hey. I look pretty good for a dead person. Right. (laughs) You thought you saw the last of me, huh? (laughs) I wish... This is where I wish I remembered more of the later books. Because I do remember this, but I don't remember if this is the last of him. But I also don't remember that it's not the last of him. You know what I mean? Like, I am... It feels early, given we have two books left, and also multiple chapters of this book left, um, yeah. that he is gone, girl. But at least Rose has the satisfaction, for now, of being right. like, hey... I did what I came I did it. I fulfilled literally my one mission. It took yeah. a while. I had a lot of different uh, roundabouts <laughs> around the way, and some, some side destinations, and some trauma to go with it. Um, but I did the damn thing. Okay? Also, secondary saddest part of this chapter is what happens immediately afterwards when she's just sitting on the road. Right. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Cause she's just like a, what she says, she self-describes herself as a feral animal when those, when that old couple finally finds her. Right. Cause she's like walking and being like okay i'm not gonna go to the river again because that's way too traumatic for me right now i'm just gonna like walk by the side (laughs) of the road and try to find the city and figure it out from there and then she passes out obviously because she is exhausted um and just sleeps on the bridge yeah or on the road um and this 
older couple. And thankfully he doesn't get hit by a fucking car. Right. Jesus. Comes close, for sure. Uh, but this, this <laughs> yeah. nice old couple, presumably, um, sees her on the side of the road and is like, in Russian, being like, hey, are you good? <laughs> like, do you, where are you going? And Rose is like, the least, the least a bit of consciousness that she has is like, take me to this city. And they're like, fuck yeah, we're going to this city? Come on in. It's chill. We got this. And uh, she like, is obviously scared that she's like gotten to a place with serial killers, but she's also like, I almost just died tonight, so maybe this is fine. You know, I've experienced worse and I'm probably okay. And ask for a phone, shoddily in Russian, um, oh. and calls our fucking girl, Sydney. Sydney. She's coming back, baby. We love to see it. Gone but not forgotten. She's coming back. God. I just, what a fucking action pack. This was riveting. Chapter. Yeah. So much happened. Oh, God. I'm so stressed. Because now it's like, what do you... Does she, understandably, go catatonic? Right. But also, we have Lissa to deal with. So it's like... Right. She's supposed to, like, ostensibly maybe go back home. deserved breakdown. Right. Uh, But your bond babe needs help. Right. And then there's the age room and all the, um, all the other fucking weirdos still at the court going on, the Avery of it all. It's, there's a lot of mess to come back to, and I don't know if anyone here can deal with any of this right now. Do you know what I can deal with, though? Ooh, please. Our patrons. Always. Love that. Do you want to start us off? Yes. Thank you to Katie Black. Ooh. Thank you to Kylie Minty. Thank you to Alex Dornan. Ooh. Thank you to Carrie Goldberg. Bow, bow, bow. Thank you to Rebecca Cullen. Ooh. Um, thank you to Jasmine Anastasia. Bow, 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 bow. Thank you to Megan Pattinson. Ooh. Thank you to Cassandra O'Shea. O'Shea. Thank you to Clara Belikov. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Katya Karp. Thank you to Hannah Dragomir. Ooh. Thank you to Hope Castile. Ooh. Thank you to Rachel Ashford. Ooh. Thank you to Emerson Kirova. Ooh. Ah. Thank you to Maddie Facinelli. Ooh. Ooh. Thank you to Samara Rinaldi. Thank you to Genevieve Morgan. Ooh. Thank you to Tess Avery. Ow. Ooh. Thank you to Danielle Burke. Ooh. Thank you to Kelly Beck. (gasps) Mom. My mom. Your mom. Our mom. Everyone's mom. Uh, Thank you to Sophia Salinger. Ooh. Thank you to Laura Forty. Beep, 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 beep. Thank you to Dan Zeklos. Ooh. Thank you to Maria Swan. Beep, 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 beep. Thank you to India Peach. Ooh. Thank you to Emily Ozera. Beep, 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 beep. And last but certainly not least, thank you to Jaylene Ivishkov. Ooh. So I found us a fanfiction. Hell yeah. This was written by Ms. April. It is titled My Precious Baby. Incredible. And it has over 23,000 words. Here's the summary. Incredible. This is an, <laughs> this is an alternate ending 
to shadow kissed, and there would be no blood promise. Rose runs away from the academy holding a precious secret. Can Dimitri bring her back safe or will they lose each other forever? This is in all caps. Summary sucks. The story is better. (laughs) And this is from chapter three. When I hit Manhattan, I headed for a diner. I sat at one that seemed relatively nice. I looked at the menu and chose something normal and cheap. Since coming here, I hadn't bought brought much money the only money i had was the money i had made when i was in portland in portland before i was brought back to the academy by dimitri i worked a couple of hours after school each day i would leave lissa in our dorm room each afternoon to get some sleep i worked for a guy that was a couple of years older than me his dad died two years ago now he had a steady girlfriend but was on a business trip trying to extend his business. I worked for him as a PA. He needed help for me to file his papers and come with him to meetings to make some choices about decisions I would know. The money that I earned had lasted me a long time, but I needed to see this guy and try to get a job with him. He was my only friend in Portland apart from Lissa, and his name is Chuck Bass. I was going to look for Chuck Bass and see. Yes. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I need more. Well, good thing, because there's 23,000 words for you. I'm so, I'm into it. I'm pulling this up right now. <laughs> this is everything I care about. <sighs> uh, so enjoy that. Friends, keep yourselves cool. Yes. and Cool for the summer. cool for the summer well we are starting august when this comes out and some people do believe that that is the start of spooky season okay well god bless you i guess (laughs) Uh, yeah god bless you all i personally like to not sweat during spooky season um but you know chase your bliss and as we say here in the pacific northwest get bit and get whipped Ooh. Ooh. Into the Twilight is an Earbud Media production. You can follow us on Twitter at Into the Twilight or on TikTok at Into the Twilight Show. You can find me at Cody Corral on Twitter and Allie at Alexandria Does. And you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash into the twilight. We have merch, so much stuff. All those links are in the episode description. And make sure to rate and review us on your favorite podcast hosting platform. It really helps the show. Thanks. Bye. You've been listening to Earbud Media Production. Earbud Media, audio for everyone.